Well, last time I talked to the people from downtown. What was the last movie you went to? Miguel, what's new? Miguel, what's new in the community? Have you gotten any feedback about the Twitter feed? First of all, for the people who contact us on Twitter. About a certain research. Can you tell me more? Well, depends who you talk if you talk to the people from the board. Why did the yogurt go to the art museum? Did you see in the news? To get more culture. Welcome to another episode of the Community Board Podcast with your host, Miguel Valdez. And I'm here today with Monique Hayens. Yeah, Haynes. It's kind of like the t-shirts that you put on. Yeah, Haynes. Monique, can you describe to our friends who are listening, where are we today? So today we're at Morehouse School of Medicine. We're here at the MWRN, which is Minority Women in Research Network Symposium. So we're here with folks who are doing research in the community and trying to get information back to the communities about ways they can be healthier. What has been your takeaway for this first day? Oh, my goodness. There have been so many points. Uh, One is uh, how to engage the community, how to uh, make sure that we don't make any decisions or do anything uh, to the community without at least having their input or making sure we get their input, I'll say. And you work for the Department of Public Health in Macon, Georgia? That's right. So we're about an hour and 15 minutes south of Atlanta. Um, We have several counties. uh, 13 counties are in our North Central Health District. So we have counties from Baldwin to Wilkinson. Uh, So we're in basically middle Georgia, the smack middle of Georgia. And we're talking about how many in population, so people get an idea. Well, the population varies. Some of our smallest counties, they're about maybe like 25,000, 20,000 residents. And then some of our larger counties, uh, you get up to 100,000 or things of that. So there's a wide variation in the population that we serve. And what do you do in the Department of Public Health? What is your role? So I'm the district health director, so my role is basically to try and make sure that our programs, such as for one of the programs we have is like women, infant, children, so that like provides women with like formula, things like that, that they need for their babies. So one of my jobs is to make sure that those programs run smoothly and also that we're serving the community like we're supposed to be. And so that's postpartum or before the baby is born? So that particular program usually is uh, postpartum, and it can be for several years after the child is born. However, uh, we also are your county health departments, so a lot of folks come in and they'll see us for, like, flu shots, or they'll come in and have, like, a school physical done if they have children. So we're your usual county health department that you can go to and get health care. So you also host their, the week department? office and stuff like that. So a lot of, most of the times the WIC off the WIC program will be in the office so it makes it easier so like let's say someone goes and they do their appointment they can also see WIC at the same time and get whatever assistance or um, program materials that they want or to apply for the program. So a lot of times WIC is in house so you can you don't have to go anywhere it's a one stop shop is how we try to um, set up most of our health departments. And for somebody who is not familiar with this part of the country, 
How would you describe Georgia overall health? Oh, um, so Georgia, I would say Georgians care a lot about their health. Uh, we have a lot of challenges. Georgia, of course, is in the stroke belt. Uh, we have a lot of um, cultural foods that tend to increase our risk for things like uh, heart disease or having a stroke uh, or heart attack. Uh, so Georgia tends to be one of the states where we do have to work a little bit harder to get our residents healthy just because we're in the stroke belt. So the culture, uh, the ways that we eat, um, the ways that we're able to exercise, they're not the same as in other states. So which area would the stroke belt would cover? So uh, it, it covers Georgia, uh, Alabama, Uh, Mississippi, so mostly your southern states. <laughs> you could just like imagine the whole. The best delicious food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of eating it sometimes, but but what I try to tell folks is in moderation. So you know, if you can get some vegetables, one of the programs that we're trying to encourage folks to do is the five fruits and vegetables a day to try and eat healthy. And also, if you have children, encourage your children to eat healthy. And a lot of times, it's important for the parents to eat healthy because the children will model that eating behavior. So you guys promote healthy lifestyles and stuff like that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we have a um, nutritionist on staff, so if someone wants to talk about maybe how they can get healthier through changing the way that they eat, uh, and usually the, the nice thing about it is you can speak to the nutritionist and it'll be tailored to you. So a lot of times on TV we see these expensive food programs, and a lot of times you know trying to eat healthy when you see you're in the supermarket, those foods can be a bit more expensive if you're going organic or things of that nature. So our nutritionist speaks to folks um, based on what they are doing, what they have available in their community, what their financial or, or money situation is like, and how they can be the healthiest them with that situation. Within your department, uh, have you guys done some research related to those, uh, how you call this food desserts or food Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we do have, uh, I know, at least one county where they are in a food desert. And so a food desert is basically the residents of a community, they don't have a grocery store that they can go to. So a lot of times uh, when they hear from their health care provider, oh, eat five fruits and vegetables, Uh, they're going to the corner store, and if you know, I've gone to the corner store before, and the banana, a banana there is like a dollar. Whereas if you had a grocery store in the neighborhood, you could get a banana for like maybe 20 cents per pound. So it's a lot more expensive when you don't have grocery stores in the neighborhood. And so we are, we are actively trying to partner with organizations to bring fresh fruit and vegetables into those neighborhoods. So, so yes, we're aware that they exist within, you know, places in our community, and we're trying our best to make sure that those community residents still have healthy eating choices. And how important is the census for your agency when I know we're about to conduct again the census? So, um, in terms of importance for our agency, I'm going to try and tackle that on two, two different um, 
uh, fronts. One, for example, like when, when we're talking about women, infant, and children, uh, we do have to report the numbers of people that we're serving. And if we're not serving enough people, then our funding gets cut. So then we have less money available to provide formula and things of that nature. Um, however, if you're talking about whether it's important to us that um, someone is uh, documented prior to us providing care, we actually will tailor programs based on the communities that we serve. So, for example, I'll just give an example of what's going on in Houston County. We had a situation where uh, mothers were basically reporting to the hospital to deliver because they were too scared to see uh, a primary care provider, so like a doctor or a nurse, prior to delivery because they were undocumented. So we actually worked with the local hospital to give those women, we basically just charge the amount it costs us. We don't charge anything else to provide prenatal care to those mothers so that they can have healthy infants. So what we care about as the public health department is we care about the health of Georgians. um, The documentation we, you know, we are allowed to provide care to persons who are not documented. We are allowed to provide care to them. That's great. What other mission does a public health department has? So, for example, like with Hurricane Michael, when it came up here and it was a tropical storm, like I said, we're responsible for the health of Georgia. So we have to make sure if someone is, for example, in a mobile home or a home that is not a home that can stand up to high sustained winds that they have some place to go. So, for example, we had a shelter open during this last tropical storm that came inland and caused a lot of damage further south. So we're responsible for making sure that if there's a storm or a disaster that's coming our way, that we provide residents with alternatives or information at least about what's going on, where can they go to get help if they need help. So those that's one um, area that we do. We also look into epidemiology, which is like, for example, if there is, a, is an outbreak, we research how to contain that outbreak, stop it from getting into the community. So whatever touches health, like whatever can impact someone being health, we also inspect restaurants. So when you go into a restaurant and you see a grade up there, that's because a member of the public health uh, t- um, employees have gone and inspected that restaurant and made sure that they're preparing food in a healthy way. So if it touches health, we touch it. Now I have a little a question related to the event today. Why do you think it's important for us as a minorities to participate in events like this? One, because if we don't participate in events like this for research, then we don't have the data we need to get funding for programs to help our communities. So a lot of times the way that funding is done is that uh, there has to be a need that's demonstrated. And a lot of times we as community members will see in our neighborhood where, oh, we need a sidewalk, oh, we need a park, oh, we don't have a grocery store. But a lot of times it's hard for us to get that need addressed if we don't have someone to formally evaluate the need and present that information to the folks who basically hold the money, which would be uh, programs uh, such as grants, uh, things of that nature. So this is important because 
because it, it provides us a chance to get the information out about minority needs and get programs targeted uh, to minority communities. And also for career, too. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely for careers. Um, we are open to a diverse workforce. We have several open positions. I don't know if there's any folks out there listening who are interested in working with the Department of Public Health. It doesn't necessarily have to be in Macon, even though we'd be super happy to have you. But basically, they are public health departments all over the state. So wherever you are in the state, there's a pub, you, there usually is at least one county health department there that you could work for, or if you're interested in more administrative things of that nature, uh, there's at least, um, I think at least 18 of those where someone could apply and make an impact in their community. Do you have any event coming up there would you like to plug in? Oh, man, I should have uh, prepared better. Uh, I will say we are having flu drives. Flu season is here. Uh, a lot of times folks will, you know, shy away from the flu or things of that from getting a flu shot. Our nurses are very experienced. It's quick. It's uh, I can't say it's painless, but it's as painless as possible. We are a provider to the community, so a lot of times if someone doesn't have insurance, doesn't have anything like um, a private insurance provider, it doesn't matter to us. Um, I think we charge 25 to 35 if there's no insurance, um, but I don't know if anyone's ever had the flu. Trust me, it's better than having the flu. So we are doing flu drives in all of our 13 counties, and I think the other health departments are doing that as well. So that's one of the main events that we're having now. I just want to say thank you, Dolly, for agreeing to participate in this podcast and also for coming to this event. It's a great turnout, and so many so many success stories so I just want to invite everybody to follow us on Facebook on their community board on Twitter also on their community board on iTunes where you can hear this please share this podcast with your friends on iTunes you can find us on their community board podcast on SoundCloud also on their community board podcast so thank you again and stay tuned more than just research. It's about community, too. I'll see you in the community. What's going on this weekend? The last time we met, we talked to this. Well, last time I talked to the people from downtown. What was the last movie you went to? Miguel, what's new, Miguel, what's new in the community? Have you gotten any feedback about the Twitter feed? First of all, for the people who contact us on Twitter. About a certain research. Can you tell me more? Well, depends who you talk, if you talk to the people from the board. Why did the yogurt go to the art museum? Did you see in the news? To get more culture. <laughs>